welcome to All Turns and No Breaks. This isn't an ordinary show. This is NASCAR Talk for fans by fans. Hey, NASCAR fans, welcome back to another episode of All Turns, No Breaks with the Fabulous Two. And that's my man across from me, Front Row Kenny, and myself, Man, Kenny, how you doing, my brother? Man, I'm doing pretty good, man. I cannot complain. To be honest with you, we should really be asking, how are you doing, man? You was in Detroit this weekend. You was on stage. I seen you on Instagram looking sharp in the suit, man. I seen it. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, you, you, Kenny, you know me. I, I, I always like to, you know, look like a like a boss when I come out on stage. And uh, that's all right. Y- yeah, and and uh, you know, and and for. For those uh, uh, listeners out there uh, of Alters No Breaks, first of all, thank you for tuning in and listening in. Uh, but yes, uh, when I do perform, I, I like to dress to impress. Uh, I've always loved that old style of um, that that entertainment look, like the old Rat Pack kind of crew. You know what I mean? The the suit and everything. <laughs> maybe not maybe not so much a tie anymore, but but at least a nice suit and an undershirt. Yeah, man, it it felt good to be back on stage. It felt good to be um, back in that environment, wearing wearing those threads again like that, brother. It, it was definitely what the doctor ordered uh, this past weekend me, uh, uh, for me out in Detroit. Yeah, man, that's all right, man. I've been to Detroit once. I flew in there. I got to say, that airport is super crazy. When I flew in in August in Michigan, I'm like, dang, this airport is so nice. I mean, they got the train up top and all that stuff. Yeah, like, you know, I, I, I noticed crazy. that the, uh, when when uh, we, I didn't really notice it when, when we when we landed in uh, because it was it, it was at night. We were just trying to get out, get the hell out of there. Uh, but, oh yeah. <laughs> but it was during the day when we were, when we were taking off on on Monday afternoon, and I was like, man, this is crazy with that 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 tram that's right inside the airport, and you're like, what the. Hell? <laughs> yeah yeah look i said look i said the same thing like i had got there and i had just enough time and like i was trying to get to my next plane for a connection and i look up i'm like hold up i've seen the underground train in atlanta i've seen the little carts or whatever i forget what they're actually called but at um at a uh, washington dulles but that was just different because it was literally above everybody and it was just going like back and forth i guess to all the delta gates i think is where it serves but yeah it was pretty cool it's pretty dope man yeah, but again I- Glad you were back on stage this weekend, though. Yeah, and uh, I- I'll tell you something. For um, one more last thing about this airport is, you know, it it, it doesn't. It, it's a big airport, Kenny, but it doesn't have a big airport um, uh, feel to it because yes. like, even when we were there and this, they, got, they got this tram, I'm like, well, how big is this airport? And I'm going, man, this is a pretty big <laughs> airport, but it's not as busy as you know, a LAX or a JFK or if you've ever been to Atlanta, that airport is insane. Dude. Oh man, oh. Atlanta! I have traveled to and from Atlanta plenty of times, <laughs> and let me man. tell you something: you do not want to. Hey, look, if you're one of the people who want to play and say, yeah, I get to the airport 30 minutes, 45 minutes uh, before like my actual takeoff, bro, look, try that mess at Atlanta and you're going to get left and you're going to literally be sitting in ATL. Do not do that. Like, nah, that's that's not the business. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, it's crazy. But, uh, you know, I, I will say that it was also my first time in Detroit as well. And uh, to be my first time in the Motor City like that, uh, I definitely had a good time. I, I want to thank everybody that came out to the show, the Chaldean community that was there. Um, 
uh, that that hired me. It was uh, awesome. My man Martin and uh, my boy Vinny that got me the gig. It, it, it was I was just so thankful. And and uh, you know uh, hanging out uh, and we got to hang out you know with uh, Adam Carolla you know all day and it, it was actually pretty cool. Man, he's a really nice guy, uh, very funny, and. Um, uh, and, and very, you know, very approachable, man. I mean, just a really nice guy. He was really nice to us. And, and, uh, you know, not that I heard anything different. It's just that I, I, I had never met the guy before, you know, and, uh, and it certainly was a pleasure sharing the stage with, 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 uh, with him and, and of course my boy, uh, Vinny. And the, the show was great. Once again, I just want to thank everybody out in, uh, Detroit. And, uh, we actually got to, we actually got to, uh, uh, hang out that Sunday after the show, uh, cause the show was Saturday night we got to hang out on sunday in town in detroit uh we went to a few uh uh sports bars watched uh watched the games ended up back in the casino watching more of the games um i didn't get to watch the the nascar race because uh i couldn't i couldn't find anybody that that wanted to watch the damn nascar race, <laughs> especially in the casino i was like damn man um uh, but 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 you know, but it being football Sunday, you know, I I was just ready to come back to come back to L.A. and uh, and and watch the Cowboys game with my boys. You know what I mean? So it, it, and yeah, and uh, being a fellow Cowboy fan yourself, Kenny, you know, I thoroughly <laughs> was uh, very happy last night. <laughs> yeah, look, I think everybody was happy from that one. I watched it with my um, little brothers yesterday, so that was pretty cool. So. Me and my me and my actual brother, legitimately, uh, or by blood, how to, however you want to say it, me and him are Cowboys fans. Now my other one, now he is an Eagles fan. So we sat there watch the game in peace. You know, we sat there talk junk, of course. Like that's that's gonna happen. You know, had some good food, but let's just say he probably wasn't too happy about that. But show for show. Um, but me and my brother Kel, we were definitely real happy, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> matter matter of fact, matter of fact, in today's in my meeting, um. One of my meetings I had, look, my coworker had a Cowboys jersey on and everything. So, you know, you, you know how it is. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so, uh, as as always, how about them Cowboys? I yeah, got to give it that one. How that about time. them Cowboys? Well, I'll tell you real quick before we get into Las Vegas, man, I want to I, I, I want to. Uh, I want to talk about this this, this uh, Xfinity uh, driver who flew into the race and literally uh in, in like he jumped out uh at at uh was it out of a helicopter i think at first right he, or, or yes yeah so he jumped out of a helicopter before the xfinity race in las vegas which was crazy that weekend itself had some twists and turns and i mean to start that off um his name is uh matt jaskell and who actually i spoke to him on clubhouse a few months ago by random chance um oh, wow. in one of our rooms and I'm also a, I'm a part of a black interest in motorsports on Clubhouse. It's a club that's been around for about a year now. So usually we have different people come in a room sometimes. You just never know who you may run into, and he happened to be that person. And when I turn on the TV, I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, that's the dude I was talking to on Clubhouse, man. He's about to jump out of plane, and then he's about to go race a car at 180 miles an hour around Las Vegas. Super crazy, but it was kind of it was cool, man. Dude, I love different stuff like that, like just out the random. Like, it was real cool. Oh, that's very random. But you, you, you know what I think is so crazy, though, Kenny, too, is like, you know, uh, 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 driving – Driving, you know, race cars for you know, uh, a, a, you know, as a career that is very uh, scary uh, as it is already, and then you're gonna jump out of a helicopter. Yeah, just, right before, right before like, you man, race, I'm like, this dude rocks. 
Yeah, he said, you know what? Look, I'm already doing some daredevil stuff, driving a driving a NASCAR cup, a Scott, excuse me, a NASCAR stock car as it is. But let me up the ante and let me come down out here just like this. I think it was cool, man. So, yeah, man, shout out to Matt. That was a real cool deal. And that, actually, that Xfinity race was pretty solid on Saturday night. Um, Josh Berry, who is easily the epitome of a grassroots driver coming up and making his way up in the ranks in the top flight series of NASCAR, mm-hmm. a talented late model driver, obviously under the JRM branch. Um, he was filling in for Michael Lynette, who got hurt earlier this season. Yeah. And, um, man, he got himself another win. And obviously next year he'll also be in the car full time racing for a championship. So that story in itself is really cool. If you don't know it, I would highly suggest you get from under a rock and understand who Josh Berry is. And I really hope next season he has a shot at the title because I think he really deserves it. You know, he really does. So That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. That's good to hear, man. Well, let's get into some of this uh, Las Vegas talk that we had uh, this past weekend. And, uh, man, Kenny, I, I, you know, it, it doesn't surprise me uh, that Denny Hamlin won that race, but uh, I, I certainly didn't pick him, obviously. But, but it's... <laughs> Yeah, you know what's crazy? His pattern in the playoffs has been very strange as of late. He opened it up with a win in the first yeah. round at Darlington. Then to open up the second round at Las Vegas, he wins it. And actually, he never had won at Las Vegas. I remember they talked about that on the broadcast right before. So yeah, I yeah, thought that it was, was crazy. crazy too because you you wouldn't like like that's not something that you normally would 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 think, right? Uh, He's won a race at Las Vegas, <laughs> and there you go. Oh hell, I guess he hadn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I had thought for a long time, like, man, you know what? I don't think Denny has won at Las Vegas, and of course, the broadcast proved me right in that situation. And yeah, yeah I mean, he had a, he had a dominant day, 137 laps led. I mean, I thought he put on he put on a, he put on a whooping, man. He took the field to a woodshed, and honestly, I think that's probably one of the most relieving things possible for him. Going to Talladega this upcoming weekend to know you're into the next round, knowing that Talladega is here, and also even the Roval, which can also get pretty chaotic, that's got to be a huge weight lifted off the shoulder. And the craziest part is, the plot thickens. He's won at Talladega as well, and he's a pretty good super speedway racer, obviously a three-time Daytona 500 champion. So... He's, he probably has a shot at winning on set, on sun, next Sunday, or this upcoming Sunday. He literally has a shot, so... Man, you know, what a start for him. I mean, it was a perfect start in Las Vegas for him, honestly. Wow. Yeah. You know, how this all shapes up and, and where people stand. Uh, you know what? Let's go ahead and, and, and run down that top 10 for us so we can kind of get an idea. Things look like right now. Yeah, so once you break it down, Denny Hamlin obviously won the race, 137 laps led. Chase Elliott came home in second within the last 20 laps or so. Right. He was coming, no doubt. He he had a chance for sure. Working through lap traffic, Denny Hamlin picked the right lines going throughout traffic, and Chase Elliott right. was trying to – he was trying his hardest. He definitely had a shot at it. I think if he had a couple more laps, it definitely would have – it definitely would have been possible. But, you know, Chase Elliott second, Kyle Busch a good day for him in third. Martin Truex Jr. came home in fourth after starting from the rear. Ryan Blaney came home in fifth. Tyler Reddick got a sixth-place finish this week. At which I'm sure he wishes that could have came last week. Obviously, yeah. he's been eliminated from the one playoff race, contention. One race but too late. Yeah, one race shy, but yeah, good outing for him and the eight team anyway still for Richard Childress. But seventh, Brad Keselowski, who I think was one of my picks last weekend. Kurt Busch, 
came home in eighth, also fell short of the playoffs. Ninth was Kevin Harvick, and tenth was Kyle Larson. So, yeah, those are the top ten, and yeah, you know, the top ten seems relatively normal for the most part, but one of the notable things, speaking of one of the drivers in the top ten, is Kevin Harvick. So, he had two loose lug nuts at, during inspection, which means now um, Rodney Childress will be suspended for the next race, and I believe the monetary fine is around like 20000 or whatever it is. So, now I believe Zipidelli will be on the box for Kevin Harvick and Talladega, so that did happen. Um, also, a couple other notables. Daniel Suarez came home with 15th, solid outing for him. Uh, Bubba Wallace came home in 16th, who also had comedian Desi Banks out there. If you guys haven't seen him before, I'm sure you've seen him on Instagram or Twitter at some point in time. <laughs> um, P18 for William Byron. He just couldn't catch a break worth anything. I mean, strategy calls just did not work out for Hendrick all day. Um, yeah. It was not their day. I mean, William Byron came back, did his thing, blew a tire. Came back down again, speeding on pit rope. It just was not their day. It was they were it was just not meant to be for them, unfortunately. So wasn't the greatest day in the office of them. And lastly, for the, our notables, I'll say Alex Bowman came home in twenty seconds. So not the greatest outing for him to start off the playoffs, especially knowing that you're going into Talladega. That Las Vegas weekend has always been a penultimate weekend and you really or penultimate is probably not the right word, but it's a it's a very important weekend, I think. Let me just say it like that. A very important weekend for these drivers, and I think you got to nail it. Like, you just have to nail it that week because you just don't know what may happen at Talladega. You may be caught up in someone else's mess because wrong place, uh, right I mean, right place, wrong time for right, real can yeah, happen at Talladega. Go. So, you know, you'll, you never know what will happen. But, you know, all in all, for the Vegas race, it played out like a Las Vegas race. Yeah, I don't know what I, more I, – um, I don't know what more to take from it. <laughs> Final eight, right? Yeah, is, is that is that right? Final twelve. Kevin Harvick make it, and I was like, uh, I'm sure he did, you know. And I was like, and I, and then and then I asked because I was asking another a buddy of mine that knows NASCAR as well. He goes, dude, I don't I don't think Kevin Harvick made it, and I was like. Nah, he, nah, nah, he made it. It's it, So the next round will be eight drivers. But, yeah, he made it through the round of 16, which is only 12 drivers at the end. So, yeah, he made it He made it on through. But um, speaking of the playoffs, if you want to talk about right now who's on the bubble, William Byron is in ninth. Kevin Harvick as well is in 10th. So, technically speaking, he is out. Um, yeah, well, he's on the outside. <laughs> Alex Bowman is in 11th. And Christopher Bell, who was in 12th, who also didn't really have that great of a day on Sunday. So, when you look at it like that, you want to know who's actually in. Obviously, Denny is on to the next round. Kyle Larson's in second, who really has to have a catastrophic moment between now and Charlotte because he has 57 points above everyone else. He should be good to go. Round of eight should be fine for him. Um, Kyle Busch is in third. Martin Truex Jr. is in fourth. Ryan Blaney is in fifth. Uh, Chase Elliott is in sixth. Joey Logano is in seventh. And if, if playoffs ended today... Brad Kozlowski would be in eighth, and that's how it kind of shakes out right now. So when you look at it like that, yeah. it's not a lot of margin for error. I mean, there's not a lot of margin for error, like especially for those guys who are like seventh and eighth. So Joey Logano and Brad Kozlowski are just a few points shy of having something go wrong, and that'll shift the entire bottom half of the playoffs. So, you know, I look at Denny, I look at Kyle Larson and Kyle Busch and Truex. They are in a good, a very good spot as of now, now after Talladega, things may shake down completely different, but you know that's where we're sitting at. So, Renee, that actually want, makes me want to ask this question to you. So, who do you think is going to get 
out of the next round of the playoffs? Like, who do you think is going to end up being cut out of this one? Uh, man, I'm going to be honest. What I'm seeing is going to transpire. Uh, I think I think William Byron, Kevin Harvick, Alex Bowman, and Christopher Bell are going to be the ones. I, I think the top eight is going to be exactly what it looks like. Um, NASCAR's website, you know, and it gives you the breakdown of, of who's in, who's on the bubble, like what we just talked about. But the, the, the top eight is, is who I see. Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott, Joey Logano, and Brad Keselowski. Uh, I see that playing out just exactly like that. And, and, and this, and this is another thing that's so crazy to me. Um, Kenny is, uh, it, cause this happens. That man, you know, they, they just find a way to stay in this, you know, stay. Yeah, they do. They haven't talked much about Logano, Kislowski, or, or, or Blaney, really. I mean, I think Blaney's probably been the most successful one, I think, out of, out of, out of all three of them. But I, Yeah, no, he's he's had a hell of a year. I mean, he's got three wins this year. Blaney, That's, right? Yeah, I mean, Ryan Blaney has three wins so far, and I said this a couple weeks ago. I feel like if you're one of those people who hit the sports books and you want to try something out, I'm not going to lie. Ryan Blaney, if you just picking just for someone to get to the championship, honest to God, he's not a bad pick. No, and I, I, I when, put money on him. And what adds to that is going to Talladega, a place where he's won already, you know, more than once. So, And, and the weird thing about it is when you look at that top eight and you talk about it, the more I think about it, so if I can pick him out, even though Denny Hamlin's already won, so you pick out him, that's one. Ryan Blaney, two. Chase yeah. Elliott, three. Joey Logano, four. And Brad Keselowski, five. Those are five guys that can absolutely win at Talladega, no doubt. They've yeah. proven to do it before. Now, Truex and Kyle Busch and Larson, not really their thing, at, at least for right now. Truex used to be a masterful super speedway racer at one point in time, but I feel like... That is going to be the determining factor. I feel like if one of these top guys somehow, some way, makes their way to win a win at Talladega, it, it just would it would shake the, it would shake everything. But at the same time, it's Talladega. I'm yeah. not sure if we'll have a situation where we won't have a a playoff driver win because in Vegas this past weekend, two out of three races, the truck race, a non-playoff guy, the Xfinity race, a non-playoff guy. Cup race had a playoff guy win it, but you know we could have that happen in a place like this. Obviously, Michael McDowell early on this year won the Daytona 500, and exactly, that's how we got yeah. what we got. So you know you <laughs> never know. But to be honest with you, I'll obviously save my picks for later. But definitely out of this top eight, expect me to pick out of them for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm I'm gonna probably go with that as well. You know, is seeing Kevin Harvick outside on the bubble just uh, God, man. It's Everybody is, you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, crazy. Yeah, yeah. I think also the other thing that adds to him is that he's been consistent enough to keep himself in the playoffs. That's the crazy thing. Like he's been very consistent. Obviously, um, he has shown some pace, and Chase Elliott and him have had their little uh, deal ordeal or whatever. I don't think it'll go any further than what it is now. Now, come down Martinsville in October, maybe we'll see something. Maybe, but. At the moment, I feel like nothing else will happen from that whole scuffle. Maybe it, even at the Roval. I don't know. We'll see. But, yeah, you know, Kevin Harvick is hung around. I mean, obviously, the lone Stewart Haas car that's in the playoffs is just trying is to will his way in. So, maybe he has maybe he has more success at Talladega this weekend for whatever reason. He gets that win, and that'll definitely help them out because, I mean, 
looking at the next round, places he's won at before, like Kansas, for example. He's won at Martinsville before. You know, it, it's possible. So we'll have to see which shuffles down. But I thought, you know, it wasn't a necessarily a huge playoff shakeup on Sunday. But this Sunday, we may get exactly that because we are going to Talladega. Yeah, no kidding. Well, I tell you what, it it, it could be worse. It, it, you could be Joey Joey Gates <laughs> with driving with, and having a tire come off. I mean, you know, man, that that was did rough. You see like, that? man, you know what? The crazy thing was, so when we saw him the broadcast initially, I saw him wreck. But the thing was, like, the clip you saw didn't look like it was as bad initially. But when I saw the replay, man, he hit hard. Like, I mean, he hit the wall really hard. But if you, I'm sure. Most of you have probably seen the photo of the three frames of the car like actually being in air. What happened was the entire wheel hub on the car came off. It wasn't just a tire going down because I don't I know for a fact a tire going down wasn't going to do that same effect on a, on a wreck like that. Yeah. But when he was in one and two, that's when he was pretty much airborne for a minute, came back down, slid down and hit the wall like it, it was a hard hit. He went to the hospital on Sunday. So um, glad he is OK. I don't know what his exact condition is, so to speak, but he's been cleared out of the hospital. So, again, I'm glad he is safe. I'm glad, obviously, the safety has improved so mm-hmm. far because a lot of times back in the 90s and the 80s, there's a lot of times where we've been seeing people get cut out of cars and being sent to hospitals and not really uh, hearing good news. So, I'm glad to hear he is okay. But, yeah, man, that was a rough ride. Yeah, you know what, Kenny, man? Uh, I'm going to tell you straight up. That is one of my worst fears is, is just to be driving along and, and either my car just my tire falls off or somebody else's tire falls off because that tire just it keeps rolling. Like, like when you notice it, when it came off of the car, like it just, you know, that sucker just rolls until it, you know, hits something. And that's the something yeah. that I don't want to be. <laughs> yeah, thank God man. It, th- thank God it hit the, uh, thank God it hit one of the barriers down there and, and not, and not another driver because that could have just, that could have also been another disaster in the making. Yeah, so glad he's okay. Glad he was safe, man, because that was a really crazy ride. But with that being said, I think that pretty much wraps up everything that happened in Las Vegas. I don't think we really have much else to say. So with that being said, Renee, I guess we can go ahead and give our predictions. It's time for race predictions. Oh, my goodness. Well, here we go, and it is Talladega Super Speedway that we go into, Kenny. And um, and I, 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 I personally love Talladega, uh, and uh, <laughs> I, I, I really, really love it. So here are my picks, and um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna stay on on the trend that I've kind of been been going with as far as like uh, just 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 drivers that I've been been picking. I'm I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with another veteran, and what I mean by veteran is one of the uh, uh, drivers that have been around for uh, some years now. And my pick is actually going to be Brad Keselowski. I'm going to sure. go. And my alternative pick, Kenny, I'm actually going to go with Martin Truex Jr. So these two picks are not necessarily I think I would normally pick, but I'm going with them this weekend in Talladega. Brad but don't be surprised if you see the number 19 and Martin Truex Jr.'s team come away with that win either. All right. 
So, you know how we do. We always end up either picking somebody similar or the same person one week. Like, we we kicked the pl- we kicked the playoffs off calling the race completely. We got the winners. Both of us got the winners, yeah. which is wild. <laughs> so, <laughs> in, in that type of fashion, I have no choice but to make sure I have at least one of your picks in there. So, with that being said, my main pick is going to be Ryan Blaney. He has been a very quietly good driver this entire season. I mean, he's had a very solid season. Um, That's it is a pretty, like that. pretty good super speedway racer. It seems to be very composed, calm, at the right place at the right time. For some reason, he has an obsession with uh, winning races by a millisecond. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I don't know what's up with him in the close photo finishes, but he loves them for some reason. And for my alternative pick, I'm. Going to go with his teammate, Brad Kozlowski. He is one of the most winningest drivers on super speedways that is active currently. So it's very hard not for me to pick two Fords. And the Fords have been really, really good at the super speedway track. So those are my picks. I'm sticking to them. Renee, go ahead and close us out. All right. Well, those are his picks. Those are my picks. What say you, fans of All Turns No Breaks? If you got picks, send them to us. Let us know and hit us up on our social media. Uh, if you have an alternative pick as well, let us know who you think also might win the race. Hit us up across the board. It's at Turns No Breaks. Again, it's at Turns No Breaks. We always appreciate you guys tuning in, listening in, and supporting our podcast. Please turn anybody else on, even though that we are coming down to the end of the season. Tell them about All Turns No Breaks. If they love NASCAR just as much as you do, just as much as we do, tell them that this podcast is for fans, by fans, because we certainly do appreciate coming on each and every week and talking uh, all things NASCAR. With that being said, um, I just want to give a shout out to my boys. May they rest in peace. Fuquan and Rico and uh, you people out there that uh, just enjoy life, enjoy each other, enjoy the moments, enjoy your friends, enjoy your family. And thank you for tuning in and listening to us each and every week. I certainly appreciate it. Be kind to each other. Take care. Be safe. And we are out. And we'll see you next week on another episode of All Turns and No Breaks. See y'all. You already know the business is. Stay hydrated. Thanks so much for tuning in. 